O Lord, make me know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting I am. Behold, you have made my days a few handbreadths, and my lifetime is as nothing before you. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. Psalm 39, verses 4 and 5. One of my favorite um, little stories that Jesus tells is in Luke. I think it's the 12th chapter, where he tells of this uh, very self-satisfied, somewhat arrogant man who has accumulated wealth in the form of, uh, you know, I think he was a farmer or a man of the land anyway. And so he builds a new silo for all stuff. And then he says, eat, relax, eat, drink, and be merry for, uh, you know, just because, you know, it's the way it is. And then God comes along and he says to this self-satisfied soul, fool, this night your soul is required of you. The rich man had foolishly concluded that wealth is security. Clearly it is not. Yeah, it's, it really is interesting. I, I think what I hear in the backdrop of the psalmist's voice is, is I have today, I need to live it fully um, as a steward, not fully in what can I get out of it, but how do I love people around me and love the Lord my God with all my being? Because I'm, who knows, this may be the last opportunity that I have to do it on this earth. And it is a call to stewardship and um, to know when enough is enough. You know, they always talk about what's your number. I've never met anyone who got their number and was satisfied and then gave the rest of their life to serving other people and helping them. It's, there's always an, an attempt to attain more and to get out of that. And it's the illusion that uh, in some ways we're calling ourselves eternal, that we're going to be here forever. And to remind ourselves that our days are numbered and to live in full measure as a steward of the opportunities that God gives us. Well, I think of the many, many people that I know in life, you actually do not fit this particular role that I've been talking about in terms of the Jesus's minor parable, uh, in that I think a long time ago in your life, uh, uh, riches became uh, not something that was going to uh, get your full attention. It was just, it, you know, I mean, I think having income and stuff like that and being able to live, but it's not being your drive in life. You're, you're, you're not this guy at all, uh, which means that uh, it doesn't mean that you're exempt from other things that would separate you from God, which is, I think, what you just actually kind of focused on. But the common thing uh, is money. It is it, the common thing for most people is uh, through their school training, if they've gone to an Ivy League school, it's the amount of money you're going to earn over time that defines who you are. And it, I'm not saying it's delusional because there are benefits from earning money, certainly. Uh, but I think when God is forgotten in the process, it does, does distort and maybe even corrupt uh, the purpose of that person's life. Yeah, it, I have no problem with money. I mean, I actually love money. Uh, it's very helpful for a lot of things that we need to do. But when it becomes the sole object that drives us, it destroys us. Mm. And we don't live 
purposely what God has for us. And so there's a liberation that comes in life, which is quite freeing when we get to live for a larger purpose. Uh, then if we do have money as well, it's added benefit because it doesn't consume us, but we get to enjoy it out of the bounty of what God has given us.